With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We let it go. We let it go last week. Tonight we won't. Tonight we won't. We finished tonight. Because we saw tonight the way we're going to finish. Fast. And out of control. And the bottom line is, it's all for each Welcome, everyone, once again to another live show. You're on with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. It is uh, Tuesday, January the 18th, 2011. We got so much stuff to talk about. Uh, yesterday, we celebrated the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, and we played the show we had from last Wednesday where we talked about black athletes and also what Martin Luther King and his contribution to the world of what it did for sports. So go back and download that one and check it out. We played that yesterday, so we got so much stuff to talk about today. We got to talk about the NFL playoffs, some great games. We're going to break them all down. Of course, I have my co-host, Royce. He'll be joining me here shortly. And then we'll get into if we're going to have an NFL at all uh, next season. That's the big question. Uh, some breaking news coming out today. And here in Dallas, if you guys are here, you, you know there's a big panic going on uh, for the Mavs right now. And, of course, there's other panic with the Cowboys on who's going to be our defense coordinator. We'll answer that question. And also this whole talk that's going on about Dez Bryant being traded. So we'll talk about that, too. Let me bring on Royce real quick. Royce, how you doing tonight? Happy Tuesday night, Rodney. What's going on? Oh, it's going good, man. It's Tuesday. I'm glad we're back live. We had a big week last week with all the special guests on and interviews. And I'm looking forward to a great week this week getting ready uh, for the Super Bowl coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I think the city's gearing up. I'm getting geared up, and uh, we'll know this weekend who's going to be playing. So I'm ready to bring it on, man. And it, yeah, you're I'm right, it was too. a big day in sports today, big day. Yeah, it was. A lot of stuff going on. We got so much stuff to talk about and get to. We want to remind everyone, if you're listening to us live, make sure you call in 323-927-2906. That's 323 323- Nine two seven two nine zero six. Call in. We'll get you on. This is one of the only sports shows you can call in and get on and voice your opinion. So we definitely look forward to you guys doing that. If you're online right now with us, go to our chat room. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports and jump into the chat room. You're more than welcome to get on there and voice your opinions there. But, Royce, we got so much to talk about. And this is a, let's start with the top stories in sports right now, uh, at least since we've been on, which was last Friday. And a story that's on our website, rfsportsradio.com, is uh, Brett Favre is retiring. He filed his retirement papers with the NFL. So apparently this is really going to be it. I mean, he's never done this uh, particular move before with filing the uh, retirement papers. So I guess it's safe to say he will be retiring at the end of um, retiring for good now and won't be coming back. But let me ask you something real quick. In the same fashion that guys like Emmitt Smith, Jerry Rice, 
You know, you get that ceremonial one-day contract right. so you right. can retire a, uh, a Cowboy, retire a 49er. Right. You think Favre should be able to have that same courtesy to sign that one-day deal with the Packers and retire a Packer? Of course. I mean, as much as he's done for that, he spent most of his time being the Green Bay Packers. And, of course, they should do a one-day thing and celebrate it. I don't think he should go in there to Minnesota Vikings, you know, having well, no. played just two seasons right. But, I, of course, Green Bay should do it. They should honor him. You know, I, I'm glad to see him retire. It was time. You know, I hate to see him go out like that. He has a, a streak of a starting quarterback that has probably never be broken for a long time. So, and it was time. The guy was uh, better than Drew this year. So he, he took one more shot and it didn't quite work out. Yeah, yeah. And and for that to happen, what's, what they're going to have to do is the Minnesota Vikings will have to uh, release Favre. He have to get signed by Green Bay. That way he can right. retire Packer. But he he right now he's retiring in the Minnesota Vikings. In my opinion, the guy's got to retire Packer for point blank oh, period. Of you know, that's that's gonna be the biggest day in Packer history next to uh Bart Starr. I mean, this is this is right. uh you know, this is uh Brett Favre. I think one day he's gonna have a statue at that stadium, all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's gonna be the face of that franchise for a long time to come, just like Lombardi, uh just like Lombardi and just like uh, Bart right. Starr was. So I think they have to give him that one day deal so he can retire Packer. I agree with you. And I can't see the Green Bay fans, you know, that's some of the most loyal fans are not giving him that opportunity. Yeah, I can't see that either. So we'll see what happens. I guess it's going to have to be, you know, him and the GM have some some All stuff right. going on, so maybe he has to wait till the GM gets out or to the end of the season. Of course, the Packers right now focus on trying to get to a Super Bowl. Right. Uh, so they're All not really uh, concerned with it at this point. But it's something just to take note of. It's something for us to continue to watch. And if you guys want to read that whole story, Go to rfsportsradio.com. You can read the whole story. A great writer about Favre's uh, retirement. Moving on to other NFL news real fast. It seems like it's a big NFL day uh, with the playoffs and everything. Today, the NFL Players Union filed a collusion claim against the league owners. And if you guys are unfamiliar with what's going on, this whole collective bargaining agreement has not been settled. They had a 90-day right. deadline from the start of the season. It's getting ready to go. Uh, actually, in March will be the deadline. So they haven't got an agreement done. It looks like no agreement is in sight. And they filed collusion against the owners, claiming that the owners, you know, don't want to, you know, get into any more negotiations, right. talks. They don't want to give any gifts, uh, and they just want to, you know, have have it their way or, or no way. So to me, Royce, I think that's a that's a clear cut sign that at the very least we're not going to have any uh, training camp, maybe any preseason, unless something gets done in the in the midnight hour. You know, Rodney, that's that's a change too. Uh, like they had met in seven weeks, and all of a sudden they're getting back together. Maybe it was cooling off period, but. By them filing this uh, uh, lawsuit, uh, right. I mean, it just changed the whole atmosphere of the, of the talk. It looks like it's going to be a stalemate. I hate to see no football next year. Mm, I know it. I know it. And this tactic has uh, it started. Major League Baseball did this a while back. Uh, right. the players Union filed collusion against um, the Major League Baseball team owners. It ended up. With some changes in the collective bargaining agreement, of course, in free agency and things of that nature, but this is a whole different issue, a whole larger 
uh, revenue deal has been discussed, the 18-game schedule, rookie rookie, uh, wage scale, pensions for former players. A lot of stuff has got to be hammered out, and it seems like the owners don't want to come to the table and make any negotiations because they want it, you know, their way. So my question to all our public out there is who do you blame? Do Do you blame the players? Do you blame the owners? And we'll be taking calls about that all night. So do you guys blame the owners or the players if we don't have football next season? Now, Roger Goodell came out today and said that this was his comment after hearing about the collusion claim. He says, it's more litigation. I've said it before. This is not going to get resolved through litigation. It will get resolved through negotiation. It's time to get to the table and start to negotiate. So hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed so maybe they can get something done. But it doesn't look like it right now. Well, you know, it's going to take a little give and take from both sides. I, I can see both sides of it. You know, when baseball went through it, the salary just went out the roof, man. I strat- mm. stratosphere. You know, right. I, I can see that on the owner's part. At the same time, I can see it on the player's side uh, by being able to go to free agency. But, uh, you know, it's going to be some give and take, and, uh, and somebody's not going to be happy either way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And, and some other quick NFL news. And re- remember, you guys are taking your calls at 323-927-2906. Other in- NFL news, um, Rob Ryan, uh, the brother of Rex Ryan, the son of Buddy right. Ryan, has been signed as a defensive coordinator for Dallas. It is uh, He is, has been inked. You can follow that story at rsportsradio.com as well, too. Although they have not made an announcement yet, and uh, the talk around Valley Ranch is that they haven't made an announcement because they want to hire all the other coaches that they want to put in place before right. they make an uh, announcement about who's going to be the new coaching staff. He wants to do it all at one time uh, together, which is just something that Jason Garrett wants to do. So no big deal about that. Of course, he's going to be the new coach. And I'm kind of excited to see if he's going to have this defense kind of standing up, you know, working around the ball, yeah, that proud right. kind of uh, defense that the, the Cleveland Browns are running late in the season, so I'm interested to see who's going to have their hand on the ground, who's going to be standing up, because it seems like that's more the defense is moving to with this uh, offensive type of NFL that we have. Other coaching news, uh, Josh McDaniels gets a coaching job at St. Louis as offensive coordinator. He's going to be there to try to help uh, develop Sam Bradford. All right. So uh, so he did get on somewhere else. And Mike Singletary landed the linebacker's coaching job with the Vikings uh, right. also, so he's going to be coaching next season. And another free agency news, Peyton Manning. Of course, he's not a free agent, but they're going to make him the highest-paid uh, NFL right. player come this offseason. There's no doubt Maybe about it. Franchise tag on him. Yeah, he's good, but he's going to – they already in negotiating the deal right now. Now, he signed yeah. a deal already that was almost $90 million. And, right. of course, we all remember Mike Vick had the $130 million deal before he went to, uh, to Leavenworth. So, I mean, they're saying that Peyton Manning's deal could be upwards of $130 million, maybe even wow. more than that uh, for his deal. So so congratulations. Uh, yeah, get if, you can, if you yeah, listen to Peyton, we'll, we'll love to have anything you want to buy us. Doesn't right. matter. You can buy us any kind of equipment we need. Just give me a call, the email the show. <laughs> we'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> right, right. We'll yeah, be we looking forward to that. we change the name of the show. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll change it to sure. Payman and Radio. Right, Just give Payman me a call, trust me. Right. <laughs> give right. me a call. Before we move on to other top stories, let me bring on my other co-host, Rick. Uh, Rick, welcome to the program, man. How, how you doing? I'm good. I am. How's it going, Roy? How you doing, man? 
Happy Tuesday night, Rick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy Tuesday night. <laughs> before, before interesting stuff, stuff y'all been yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Before good. before I move on to the other uh, topics and everything, let me ask you real fast: What do you think about this whole NFLPA suing the NFL owners? I mean, is this is is this mean no NFL next year? I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean no NFL. It's just you know pretty much the uh, the the players' union's way of trying to speed up the process. You know, I mean, Roger Goodell pretty much hit it on the head by saying it's not going to go through litigation. It's not going to be resolved that way. You know, it's going to be through negotiation. I mean, the owners pretty much looked at it like I can last a whole lot longer than you can. You know, so the owners are going to, you know, hold this thing out. I I feel bad for the players. I do think it's a raw deal that the that the owners give them. You know, uh, because they can just—they're the only ones out there, only owners out there that just, that'll just pick up and stop. You know, they're the only ones that will just cut you and you know have nothing else to do with it. You know, money that they owe you just hit their salary cap and you know that's it. You know, and it, it's you know the players just gonna have to live with it. They're gonna have to give up a little bit, and owners are gonna have to give up a little bit. But in the yeah. end, the players end up getting a good deal. Somebody's not gonna be happy. Well, that's usually It's going to be a lot of them not happy, a lot of them, you know. But in the end, you know, it's a lot of money. I mean, it's the millionaires versus the billionaires, right? You know, so the million, the millionaires, you know, they're going to be millionaires. So at some point, you know, they'll get it resolved and the players will be happy. You know, they'll they'll be upset with some of the some parts of the deal, but they'll be happy on the other end with something they got out of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Before we get into our other top stories, we got a lot of to talk about tonight, guys. We got, of course, review the NFL playoffs. I want to see which game you guys really like and which quarterback you like going forward. Then we'll talk, of course, about the Mavs and the Mavs are in panic mode. Even the coach admitted that it's time to panic uh, at yeah, this point. Did. So, so uh, we got a lot to talk about about that. And then we can talk about this whole rumor about trading Dez Bryant. I mean, this kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> It's been the talk of the town, so wow. we're going to, of course, get a chance to weigh in on that subject. So we'll be right back live on the RF Sports Radio Show where you listen to uh, sports from a fan's perspective. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On-Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Four three one seven eight five three. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services two one four four three one seven eight five three to get your rapid refund on time. Oh yeah, the oh, wait is finally yeah. over. The new release from Rifle Man, Smoke in the City, available the now. City. Album features Blow Fly, Mayhem, Kinfolk Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Grit. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's Place it, place it. 
Super Bowl is coming. Don't miss the chance for your business product, service, or website to reach thousands of sports fans from around the world that will be coming to our backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. We have several Super Bowl shows and appearances planned for the biggest evening in sports. We have street teams available to get your message in the hands of sports fans. Don't miss out on reduced advertising rates for more bang for your buck. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. See you at the Super Bowl. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at lawapps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, 1-888-974-6784. That's 1-888-974-6784. And it's lawapps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. Tom Brady ain't this, and 
and y'all ain't this. And then they came in there to their house and beat them handily. Right. And I, I saw a totally different Tom Brady uh, than, than the Tom Brady that was there when they won 45-3. to He seen rattle. Right. He threw his uh, first interception in 11 games. I knew that was a bad sign. He kept, he kept right. picking himself up off the ground. And he said it himself in the postgame comments that they were expecting – the Jets to come out there and play man-to-man as they've done before so they can get more blitzing off. And they came out there more of a zone coverage and had a four-man oh, yeah. uh, blitz versus trying to bring all the linebackers and those stunts at them. And that confused right. them right from the get-go. I mean, Ricky, you had right. to see some of the same things. I mean, what, what happened in that game? Why was Brady not looking like Tom Brady? Well, I mean, I, first of all, I have to say that was just my favorite game of the weekend. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I mean, that was one that I actually enjoyed. You know, it it, it was good to see Bill Belichick actually get out coached. You know, right. Bill Belichick has has been been running things. You know, and he's just one of those guys that win all the time. And it's it's good to see a change. And they simply got out coached. Look, what they did was just took took away the middle of the field for the Patriots. They just took it away. You got to be us on the outside. You the receivers got to run these outs. They got to run these comebacks. You can't run the ball. So you, that's all your receivers right. going to get. And and Brady right. wasn't hitting it. You know, Brady wasn't hitting it. The Jets went out and played some ball. And, you know, I I don't think it was so much of Tom Brady, you know, because I've always thought that Tom Brady could be stopped. I You know, I do think he's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, with – People say that he's the best to ever lace him up, you know, and I don't necessarily believe that. You know, man, Tom Brady, you know, he looked stumped a little bit, but it was more so the the coaching staff. I think they got out coached. They didn't have no game plan for him. And plus the Patriots' defense was always suspect. You know, they got their offense carried them a lot this year, but they were mm-hmm. always suspect. And those rookies got really, really showed up, you know, that mm-hmm. game. I mean, they, they got exposed. But uh, the, I got to give it to the Jets' defense. I mean, I have never seen guys covered as much as these guys covered these guys. I mean, like Rick said, they took away the middle of the field. They took away everything. I've never seen Brady throw balls to the ground because he had nobody to throw it to. That's a first for me. Right. So, and even and, when he and had he time get... in the pocket, he stayed back there looking, looking, right, looking, right. couldn't find yeah, anybody. Nobody else. Open. Right. Couldn't find anybody open and. And you talk about some of the players that, uh, that that have been carrying the Patriots throughout the regular season. Woodhead had no touchdowns. Right, um, right. Uh, uh, ben Jarvis, uh, um, Ben Jarvis didn't have any any real rushing yards to uh, to really do anything. I mean, Woodhead led the right. team with 46 yards rushing, so right. it kind of took them off of their game plan. The defense for the Jets played really, really big. But who I thought stepped up for the Jets was Sanchez. That throw oh, yeah. he made to Santonio Holmes for that touchdown, you know, when they were only down, only up by three points, and, and it seemed like New England had, had got a lot of their momentum back. And and that touchdown that he threw to uh, Santonio Holmes I mean, reminded me so much of right. that catch that Santonio had in the in the Super Bowl with Ben right. Roethlisberger. But for Mark, to, Mark Sanchez to throw that pass, I mean, Royce, you've been saying the guy's a man, but I saw him really grow up and I saw him do something that, that I think was impressive to go in there and beat Tom Brady. He's beat Peyton Manning. He's beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady two right. of the best quarterbacks in the game, you know, to get to where he's at right now. Oh, yeah. he. I mean, he, he, he grew up this year. I expect a lot better. But like I said, he had a small window to throw it in. And, I mean, he was putting that ball in the numbers. 
because I, you know, the Patriots were covering too, but he he was really in the the San Antonio home is just a great addition to this team. I mean, he really oh, took yeah. him to another level. You know, without him, I don't think they would have been as far as they are. So I got to credit him. I got to give him credit. I, I, Rick, I think I think Sanchez had a had a nice game. You know, I think he did his job more so than anything. You know, I you know, in my opinion, I I thought no mistakes. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, I thought the Jets played, you know, pretty good overall, you know, but offensively I thought what carried it, in my opinion, was uh, LT in the running game. And it's not like they just ran them off the charts, you know, but at the right time, key moments in the game, you know, it always seemed that they got, you know, big runs, you know, know, even if it was just getting a first down or whatnot, you know, something always happened. They was running the ball pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, Sanchez for that day had 194 yards passing, three TDs, 16 and 25, and no turnovers whatsoever. Uh, So that was his, like you said, he just did what he had to do to win the game. No turnovers. But let me ask you guys, looking forward, before we jump into the next game, the Patriots were undefeated at home this season. They lose in the playoffs. This makes the third straight year that the Patriots have lost in the playoffs. If you could put your finger on one thing, Royce, that they have to do to get back to their winning tradition in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, what is that one thing they're going to have to do? I let it snow. They didn't plan to snow. <laughs> it was too nice. <laughs> I'm serious. Just let it snow in and, and they'll win. I mean, think about it. Every time they play the snow, they win. So they didn't have no snow that day. And that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> now that that'll be back. Trust me. Yeah. Okay, so what does that say, Rick, about you know this, this slide that they're on to me? Because this this is a team that's either win it all or bust for them, and they've lost three three straight times in the in the uh, playoffs, going back to that Super Bowl loss. Well, I mean, this is one of the rare times, you know. Like I you know said before, I mean, Tom Brady is great now. You know, it, it, it's one of the rare times that you've seen him shut down. That's not going to really happen a whole lot. You know, in order for the Patriots to get back to where they were, they they need to step their defensive game up. You know, they offense has never really been a problem. That You know, some way they were able to pull, put some points on the board, but they got to get their defensive game up. That's that's pretty much it. That'll fix the Patriots. Yeah. And plus, their defense will be a year older. You know, these rookies they played this year, and they yeah, had some playoff really. experience, so they will be back. They will be back. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, a lot of a lot's been made in the media about the celebration of the Jets after the game, from them doing their signature Jet, uh, the runway deal, to the trash talking after the game. And people are actually calling this classless. Now, you have to remember, guys, this is the NFL. Everything in the NFL is played off of emotion. You can't call anyone classless for celebrating a chance to go to the AFC Championship game, beating a uh, divisional rival. You cannot you cannot call that classless. I thought that was in poor taste to say, well, they don't have enough class to, to just be quiet and go back to the locker room. No. You've been talking trash this team all week. You beat them on their field. It's time to celebrate. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, that was more to do with LT. You know, he wanted revenge. He said they did it to them. So Yo, yeah. I think he sparked a lot of that. You know, they did it for LT, too. So yeah, it was something to celebrate. You know, it really was. Big deal. I mean, of course, it was an emotional game. 
you know, it wasn't the most an emotional play or something. You know what I mean? I mean, especially right. when you say classes is, you know, stuff like you know Deshaun Jackson would do, which is pretty funny. But you know how right. he'll run along the the goal line or whatever kind of showing out. Now that that's a little right. that's not as much class, you know. But celebrating right. the victory, you know, after you beat a team, you know, talking trash all week, and you just really been wanting to beat this team anyway. You know, they beat you forty five or whatever. You know, a, long, a, a while back right. early in the season. You know, it was an emotional thing. Now that I don't think was necessarily classic. Now the part that got me though is why, why was Bar uh, uh, Scott so mad? Yeah. <laughs> he was amped up. He, and what they didn't play from that clip, and you might not ever hear it again, but they cut some stuff off of that clip because uh, right before he said those comments, he actually called out Tom Jackson from ESPN. He said, "Yeah, this is for guys like Tom Jackson that think we can win. You know, we can we can beat anybody." You know, he said, thanks for having our back, Keyshawn, and went into that other quote, but you'll see his pen cut that part off. Uh, they didn't play that part. But he went in on Tom Jackson right before he made that comment. It looked like South Antonio was scared to ask good questions, didn't he, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, South, you know, he's going to get hit. Oh, he had no idea. He had no idea. Advantage of a team that shouldn't have been there in the first place because the Saints right, should have been right. the week before. 
You know, I mean, I you know, I figured they they luck would run out at some point. You know, and Chicago went out there and made them look you know look pretty bad. Yeah, they did fight to get back into the game, but Chicago pretty much ran that 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 whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, color, now say, threw we for, say we threw say can't nobody else playing that um that weather. We say can't yeah. nobody else playing that weather now. I mean, I wouldn't uh, say it yet with Green Bay. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Green Bay got some pretty bad weather too. You know? Yeah, yeah. It should be a good game. Two cold weather teams, man. I mean, it should be a good game. So the weather should be affected. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Should yeah, definitely right, be affected. Right. But, you know, right. like you said, both of these teams are used to playing outdoors. They used to playing on right. uh, bad fields at times. So that's what's going to be the key right there. Let's take a caller real quick. we got some people lighting up the phone lines. And caller, identify you by the last four digits in your phone number. But caller 0269, you're live on the RF Sports Radio Show. What's your comment, caller? Yo, what's up with it, RF? This is Ham Rothstein. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, chilling on it, man. Just, just listening to your show. You already know I got to throw my opinions out there. <laughs> of course. Go right ahead, you know, man. You know how me and you play. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I was noticing that y'all were talking about the Green Bay-Chicago game. And right. I feel like we don't need to anoint Jay Cutler just yet. I mean, he had a play on there that was down with on the 12-yard line early in the first half. I think it was the second quarter where he threw the ball right to, I think it was Trufant or somebody, and they dropped it, went smacking his hands. The score at that time was like, what, 10-0 to zero or something like that? Right, could have easily right. changed the game. So, I mean, he, he didn't make the mistakes, but he could have made a big mistake right there that could have swung the ball from the Hawks that game. So I'm not ready to anoint himself or the Bears just yet. And I feel but like, you know, Aaron, but you gotta Aaron. be, you gotta be impressed with what Jay Cutler was able to do. I mean, he he threw for two, ran for two, they got right. the win, you know. So he, I mean, he didn't throw four interceptions. So you gotta be impressed about that. I mean, I'm not impressed because, like you say, like your man said, your co-host, he said that the Seahawks weren't even really supposed to be there. I mean, yeah, they took it to New Orleans, but New Orleans was battling the injuries and banged up all year. So I mean, and then they playing right. on the road in one of the toughest environments to play in with the snow. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like they did what they were supposed to do. Now the real test is this coming week. And if they get this done, I mean, against one of the best defenses in the NFL, then I would be impressed if he have a, you know, two touchdown, one interception game, throw for about 250 yards, you know, get everybody involved, Olsen, you know, Knox, you know, Hester, get all of them involved and get the – game. Mike Morris called a balanced running game, attack to go along with the play action to set it up. So, I mean, then I would be impressed with Jay Cutler. But right now, I'm still not sold on the Bears just yet. Mm, mm, good point. That's a good point. And Stay also, right where I you are, Hammond. If you guys don't know, that's Ham Rossi. He is actually a host on uh, Icebreaker Radio. Comes on every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Go to, go to blogtalkradio.com slash Icebreaker Productions, you can check out the show. Me and him go back and forth all the time on the sports at the end of the show. So I'm glad he called in on, on our show to get so you guys can hear a chance to hear what we talk about. But that's every Wednesday night, so make sure you tune in for that. But he brought up a good point, though. We're going to see what the test is going to be for this team uh, coming up uh, next uh, next weekend. we got a, a, some really good games next weekend. Another quick game before we move on, because we got to talk about Mavs as well, too. 
I know Rossin's got a comment about that. And that is the uh, Ravens and Steelers game. I really was going for the Ravens. I, of course, y'all know I picked them to go all the way. And uh, it just didn't happen. You know, it came down to the fourth quarter. Uh, Flacco just turned into, I don't know what he turned into. We had a terrible day. Yeah. 16 for 30, 125 yards, one TD. And I don't know what happened to Flacco. I guess the defense had him rattled. You know, he's beat Pittsburgh before, so I don't know what happened to him this time. That defense tried to keep them in the game as long as they could, but Flacco had to make some big plays and just couldn't get it done. And what can you say about Big Ben? You know, Big Ben still yeah. he's still yeah. he's still bigger than a lot of linebackers in the league, a lot of defensive ends in the league. Hard to go down, just won't go down. And Big Ben, I mean, uh, what can what can you say about this guy, Rick? Well, I mean, you know, I mentioned before, you know, when we talked about uh, Flacco and Big Ben, you know, that that's pretty much where the difference is going to be in the game. You know, Big Big Ben, he's always found a way to do it. I mean, like him or love him, you know, but somehow he's always found a way to go out there and have a big game when it counted. You know, then, like you said, the Ravens tried to keep him in the game. They did their job. It was a really, really good game. I mean, the Steelers, you know, Better feel pretty good that they was able to pull it off because the Ravens was really right there, you know, except some mistakes from Joe Flacco that just kind of gave the game away. Mm-hmm. Now, Royce, what did you see out there with the Steelers team? The Steelers team got to look like a, a team that's going to be ready and poised to play next week. I can't imagine if Big Ben had played all season. You know, he, he missed four games. But mm-hmm. at some point, we're going to get this guy credit. I mean, he's won Super Bowls. He's came through in the clutch. I mean, the guy's a quarterback. He's not a big name like Brady or any other guy that we bring up conversations about quarterback. But you got to give it to Ben. He gets the job done. He does. Yeah, and he's a good quarterback. You know, but he doesn't get a lot of recognition. This Steelers defense, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, this uh, defense they have is just, you know, it, it's tough. And it's just something about Pittsburgh when they get in the playoffs. And, you know, late in the season, they just play their best ball. And it's proven packed. So, uh, I'm looking for a good game this week. Yeah, and they'll be at home next week. I think that's going to be even even better for the for the Steelers being at home against the Jets. That's going to be a great game. That's going to be a great game. Right, you, you, you heard Bart talk about can't wait. You know, yeah, he, well, yeah, you heard what he said. He can't wait. Right. <laughs> You're going to be ready to play, boy, I tell you. And then, of course, let's get to our last game. And uh, as you heard, uh, Rothstein brought up the uh, the Packers coming to town. They're coming to Chicago. They beat the Atlanta Packers 48-21, to a game that was really uh, lopsided from the beginning. After the uh, first half, it was pretty much a almost a done deal. I mean, the Falcons put up 14 points in the first half, and the Packers exploded in the second quarter with 28 points. And Rodgers really – Rodgers picked them apart all game. 366 yards, three touchdowns, 31 for 36. I mean, that's 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 just standing back in the pocket and hitting folks, you know, bam, 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 just hitting them. And I didn't notice, but Rodgers uses his legs so much, he actually leads the NFL for quarterbacks right. with touchdowns. Uh, so, right. and, that's, and that's a product of just his game, number one. And, of course, they don't have a running game until they find uh, Starks here in the, in the playoffs. He's been coming alive for them. He had 66 yards rushing. Uh, this past weekend, but before that he had over 100. So he's coming along. So they got a little running game going. And this Packers team has got to be the hottest team in the playoffs right now. They won two must-win games to get into the playoffs. 
They go beat yeah. these teams on the road. I mean, they beat the Falcons. I mean, they beat the Eagles. I'm sorry, in Philadelphia. They go to Atlanta, the number one seeded NFC team, and beat them at home. And, and know how hard it is for Atlanta to lose at home. So, Royce, I got to ask you, man: Are Packers are they the team in the NFC? Are they? They got to be the favorites going into next week. And certainly are, and, and they do own Chicago. Chicago has allowed Green Bay over 300 yards every time they played them. Green Bay has. <sighs> Second best defense in the league. Jay Cutler averages two interceptions against his team. I got to give it to Green Bay. I mean, I, I got to go to Carla. I'm not sold on this Chicago team. But as far as I know, Green Bay owns them this year. I can't see him not owning them one more time. Wow. Yeah, you're right about that. Now, Rick, from what you saw with Rodgers, and I want to ask you guys this question before we move on to the Mavs and take a quick commercial break. But out of the quarterbacks that you've seen play this weekend, the winning quarterbacks, Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers, Jay Cutler, uh, Mark Sanchez, if you had to rank all four, Rick, who who are you ranking in your top four from the quarterbacks that's left? Well, I mean, this top four, I would say um, Aaron Rodgers. I think he had the, the, the best oh, game man. of all the quarterbacks you know, this weekend. You know, I'm not sure if he had the, the numbers, but when you look at the game and the way he played, you know, Aaron Rodgers had the best game. You know, and then I would have to give it to uh, Big Ben, and I would give it to Mark Sanchez and then Jay Cole. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got to look out for that, that that Packers team, as much as I hate to say it. I think I was oh, the only yeah. one to pick them last week, too, wasn't I? I mean, hey, we, have, we haven't got to that part in the show just yet. Okay, no, yeah, we'll talk about that later. All right, all right. <laughs> now, anyway, you know, I do – I mean, that Packers team is scary, man. They win with Aaron Rodgers and they win with defense. You know, they have good good receivers out there, you know, but their defense is something else, man. They went out there and really put that, that Atlanta team – they just kind of slowed them down big time. You know, Matt Ryan didn't just go out there and do it like he's been doing it to everybody else. You know, the Packers had a pretty good game, man. They got yeah. the number two defense in the league. There it is. There it is right there. Number two yeah. defense in the league. So you got to get it right about that. Let's take a quick commercial break, guys, because we got so much, so much stuff to talk about. We got the Mavs, of course. We're going to be at that game tomorrow night when they take on the Lakers. Let's discuss who we plan to see on the floor and, and, and how we expect them to play after losing six straight games. So we got to come up with a fix for that. And, of course, we got to get to this Dez Bryant talk about him being a trade and whether that's the right move or not the right move uh, for a new co- head coach in Jason Garrett. Let's take a quick commercial break, guys. We'll be right back. I got Rick on with me. I got Royce on with me. I got Rothstein on host. So we got a big show planned. Come right back and tune in, RF Sports Radio. Where it's sports from a fan's perspective. Calling all models, models. calling all actors, actors. all music artists, music calling artists. all comedians, comedians and producers. I got producers. a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paying gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. Okay. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to WeBookGigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal I Twitter, like Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about WeBookGigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. WeBookGigs.info right now. Right now. 
Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter. Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. Super Bowl is coming. Don't miss the chance for your business product service or website to reach thousands of sports fans from around the world that will be coming to our backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. We have several Super Bowl shows and appearances planned for the biggest evening in sports. We have street teams available to get your message in the hands of sports fans. Don't miss out on reduced advertising rates for more bang for your buck. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. See you at the Super Bowl. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. Back live on the RF Sports Radio Show. We've been talking a lot about the NFL, talking about the playoffs, review them from the weekend, kind of set up what's going to happen next weekend. Of course, we have a full show where we break down the, uh, the divisional games, the conference games, rather, uh, later on in the week. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of the top stories, and now we got to get into some of our local talk here, and it's got to be these Mavericks, man. So much is going on right now with the Mavs. I mean, they lose six straight. They lost uh, yesterday well, on Martin Luther King holiday to the Detroit Pistons, a team that was 14-26. and 26. And Dirk was back. Dirk had a big game, but they still lost. So I got to ask my guys here, let me bring uh, Royce back on, Rick back on as well, and I'm going to bring Rothstein on too because I know you follow the NFL pretty closely also. Let me ask you guys, if I can, man, what is going on with this team? They haven't lost six straight games since March of 2000. I mean, Dirk is back, but they're still not winning. Even the coach came out with comments today saying that he feels like it's time to panic. You know, so what's going on with this team? You have Mark Cuban on Twitter after the other loss uh, to the Pacers saying, hey, hanging their fans will be okay. It sounds like everyone's panicking, but no moves are being made, Royce. What's the problem? Well, I tell you what, they uh, they need to start panicking because if this team, I mean, the gap is still widening. The Lakers are still winning. Everybody in the West is still winning. They're going the opposite direction. But if this team is not close by all-star break, I mean, you, you, you either got to make a run after all-star break, and if they can't do that, they're they done. I mean, they are really in serious trouble. I don't see any offense coming from anybody else. They are in trouble to me. And I should mention also this segment about the Mavs is being brought to you by 
DallasMavsBlog.com. Go to DallasMavsBlog.com. You can stay updated on everything with the Mavs. Uh, Rick, let me ask you, man, from what you're seeing, what's going on with this team? Uh, it's, I've always maintained, you know, uh, it's about time for them to make a move. I mean, the Mavs right now have really just been hit by um, injuries, you know, and they their their personnel is actually starting to show, you know. So it's about time that the Mavs make a move somehow. They got to be able to supplement some defense out there, you know, from what they're missing from from Karan Butler, some defense and some offense, you know, because he was able to give you some of that too. So, you know, the Mavs they really really need to look at making some moves because I don't think the the current players that they have right now, at least with the time they've been getting, they you know they haven't been showing anything. You know, they can play as hard as they want to, do whatever up to All-Star break, but even after All-Star break, you only got a couple of weeks. You know, this does not look like the same team that we was watching a month ago, you know, and they are really missing something. So it's about time for them to make a move. They better they better do it and do it now. Yeah, man, and you know what? Uh, uh, even some of the players, even the coaches, and uh, have been saying that the help's got to come from within. I don't know what they mean by that. I mean, the only, only help from within they could get at this point is Roddy Boubois. I mean, that's the only guy that's left that could come off of injury that could help these guys. I mean, Karun, they came out today saying that he may be available for the for the playoffs, but that's highly questionable at this point. Uh, Rossi, let me ask you, man, you've been watching the Mavs. You haven't been on with us talking about them, uh, but let me ask you, what needs to happen for this team? They're losing six straight games. They got the Lakers coming in tomorrow. What needs to happen? I really think they need to go get a player like I'm going to throw it out there, Steven Jackson, somebody that can stretch the defense, somebody that can make an opposing two-guard such as Kobe Bryant or Ron Artest, a three-man, guard him legitimately, excuse me, pardon me, and then, you know, he's going to bring that toughness factor too, and he's not afraid to take the big shot down in the crunch time too. That can help Dirk out a lot because sometimes he shy away from the big moments when I look at the game. Oh, they go get a guy like that and possibly when Karan Butler comes back, they can be even more dangerous and that makes their team a lot deeper than what they are now. Now, a lot of people have been talking about Steven Jackson. There was a list that was put out by Mark Stein talking about some of the people that could be possible uh, trades, uh, players that they could bring in. Steven Jackson was named. Andre Iguodala, we talked about him. J.R. Smith, Tayshaun Prince. I mean, other than Steven Jackson, because we had uh, Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com on the show last week, and he covers the Charlotte Bobcats and said there's no way they're going to trade Steven Jackson. He's the heart and soul of their team. He's the one that kind of pushed them to get into the playoffs for the first time last season. So he feels like there's no way they're going to trade Steven Jackson. So, Rick, if he's not coming, who's our next best option? Well, the first best option to me anyway was Andre Iguodala. You know, that's the player that I would go and get, somebody who can give me something at possibly three positions. You know, he can defend and he's long, you know, and he can get to the basket. Can't really shoot as good as Steven Jackson, but he can get to the basket a whole lot better than him. But if Andre Iguodala is not available, I'm going for Tayshaun Prince. Tayshaun Prince is somebody out there as long get you. He can get you some rebounds. He can defend and don't let him get hot on you because he can hit three point shot too. And he's somebody that's you know six nine and long, and he's able to even bring the ball up court, you know, in the times that it's needed. So you know, Tayshaun Prince would be a pretty good addition for the Mavericks. To be honest with you. Ah, you know, Rick, that's not a bad choice. I I I wouldn't disagree with that. But this team, uh, they're going to have to do something because. uh, 
I don't trust this team in the playoffs. Can you imagine this team that they have now, that they've been trying to experiment with, playing against a team like San Antonio in the first round, even Oklahoma? I, I mean, I can't see them beating anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, you can easily say that now, but when they had their team intact, you know, they went on that big, long uh, 16-game winning streak. Right. They, don't they look like the team. best team in the league. They don't have that team anymore. You're right. right. So they got to do something. Some kind of help has got to come. And, and say, for instance, we do get a chance to get a Stephen Jackson, if we do get a chance to get a Andre Iguodala, Tayshaun Prince, what's going to be the price? I mean, who's able, who's going to be the guy that we can give up? And, Rossi, I'm going to ask you, if you had to just go ahead and give up two players right now to get that player to come in, what two players are you willing to part with? <laughs> Sean Marion, for starters, and Brandon Haywood, because he's been nothing but a distraction in the locker room. And I don't even like the Mavericks, but I watch most of their games and I read the papers and follow them very closely. So I would get rid of those two guys because they can be replaced. I think Equal Dollar gives Kobe Bryant fits on defense because the last two times that they have matched up, Kobe Bryant has shot like, what, five for 19, nine points. He's holding Kobe under 10 points for the last two times they've played. So there's not too many guys out there that can do that. And I think Equal Dollar would be perfect fit. Either him or Stephen Jack. So I think that's, yeah. that's who I'll give up, those two guys right there. Mm-hmm. Rick, would you agree with that? Would you say Sean Marion and Brandon Haywood, they'd be an attractive trade for anybody to try to make a deal done or get a deal Man, done? Man, yeah, I, w- I would agree with him, with him totally. Matter of fact, I would do it for you the reverse way. Don't touch Dirt. Don't touch Tyson Chandler. Don't touch Jason Kidd. You can have anybody else in whatever combination you want. I agree. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. You can have you can have three of them. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me ask y'all this: Jason Terry? Huh? Go ahead, Ham. I give up Jason Terry. He, I mean, he's a smart plug off the bench. He makes the big shots night in, night out. I'm not too sure I would part ways with him unless I can get another six man that can come in and at least somewhat, you know, sustain what he does on a daily basis. I don't know. Well, I mean, I. I agree. I wouldn't have left to give up Jason Terry, but you know, if out of the you know out of the choices, he would be probably the hottest commodity out there. You know, and you know, right. Jason he would be available as opposed to those other three. Right. I like him though. Don't get me wrong. You have to you have to give up somebody else if we throw in Jason Terry. It can't be a one man trade. We, we got to give somebody. You know, you got you got to get two players right. out of that. Right. Well, you know what, it, it, my thing is this, you know, something's got to be done. I think something will be done. I think they're trying to get something done as we speak. You know, I, I think they're on the phone. No one makes these comments about panic mode or Mark Cuban getting on Twitter trying to appease the fans. If he's not having his wheels turning, now Mark Cuban's one of those guys, he's not going to sit back for very long. He's going to pull off a trade similar to how he brought in Karan and Sean Mary and all these other guys. You know, he's going to pull out some type of trade towards the deadline, so I think there's something coming, you know, down the pipeline. But my thing is how long are they going to wait to get something done? I mean, we've seen this happen so many times in the past. They make this big trade right at the trade deadline. The team doesn't have a time to jail. They can't get together. They get to the playoffs, and just like last year, they get bounced, you know. And and my thing is make the trade now, get this guy in here, and let's start to get this team, get the chemistry back going. Now, Tyson Chandler hasn't played the last two games. You can tell the defense has suffered tremendously. 
uh, for him not being out there, and they're not scoring any points. Tyson's not a scorer. But my biggest concern, too, is the point guard position. Jason Kidd is playing 35, 36, almost 40 minutes a night. I mean, it's, it's it's just January. It's just January. How long is that going to last, and and who and what are we going to do about that? Because you can't have Kidd out there for 35, 36 minutes, especially if you're going to do what he did last uh, game and have no points, you know, one rebound. You know, you can't leave him out there 36 minutes. Let me say well, this, too. I think we got Guard position. Point guard. Uh, he, he can't put him in the minutes against them. What kind of point guards out there against Chris Paul, D. Will, Aaron Brooks? I mean, he's too old to be uh, playing those kind of minutes right now. This early in the season. Roddy be back. Roddy can play that. Yeah, Roddy will come back, but when is that? Now, we had him on the show last week, and he's talking about the end of the month. I read a report today that said maybe February or March. So who knows when Roddy's coming back? It may be, it may be, we may be so far down in the standings by the time he comes back, we got it. We only got a chance to make a seven seed or eight seed, and and this team is a seven or eight seed. I think it doesn't no justice because then you got to play the Lakers, the Spurs, the Oklahoma City Thunder, teams that are they're going to be a full strength and ready to go. So and I think they, they got to go now. If they're going to get him back, they need to hurry up and get him back for the season because, truth be told, Roddy will be able to give a few minutes, you know, take a few minutes away from Jason Kidd at the point guard spot. But Roddy's not a point guard. Roddy is a two-guard and a point guard's Roddy, man. Roddy made way too many mistakes out there at the point guard. But when you have somebody out there like Jason Kidd with him, you know, Roddy looks a whole lot better because he's able to slash and he's able to get fast break points and, and, and things like that. You know, he's talking like He's not strong at the point guard spot right now, but he'll be able to spell a few minutes. But, you know, he's not strong here. But the point guard spot, that's not the position that, you know, I think they have issues at. It's more of the two and the three. You know, that's yeah. where they need to help. All right. Well, hey, before what? we jump if if, if, if Carmelo after to get traded, you watch some teams make some moves then, buddy. I bet you make some moves then. I'm still holding uh, out hope that Cuban gonna pull that together, man. I'm still holding out nah, hope. Man. He gonna nah, pull that together. Man. Rush, 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 steady, we jugging, you with Carmelo, dog. I know, don't he? I know. Yeah, yeah, he, I know. yeah he, he's been dreaming that. That's a dream right here. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's let's real quick before we go, guys. We got about two minutes. I'm gonna get you guys' reaction on another story that's breaking here locally. Uh, and, again, we'll be at the Mavs game tomorrow night. We're going to do a pregame show around 6 or 6.30. So check our website at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports and go to Twitter, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio and find a time on that. But we're going to be broadcasting live uh, from the American Airlines Center as the Mavs get ready to take on the L.A. Lakers. Hopefully the snap will lose the streak. Now, well, we only got about a minute left. I'm going to get you guys a quick reaction. A big story breaking out today was the fact that people were talking about trading Dez Bryant. Uh, they said that we can get maybe a one, a three, and a five or a six pick for Dez. Let me ask you guys, before everyone calls this thing crazy, now just think about it. Think about the Herschel Walker trade and what they did for Jimmy Johnson, the new coach. But let me ask you, Ricky, I know you're a big Cowboy fan. What about this trading Dez Bryant to get more draft picks to try to – build up more positions early. Man, I'm listening to the story, and I'm entertained by it. That's really just it. You know, I'm not worried about that. They're not going to trade Dez Bryant. It really wouldn't even make any sense for them to trade him. You know, and I'm not so sure. I wouldn't take no one in the three. Ain't nobody – wouldn't nobody even get that up. But Al Davis and Jerry Jones, they ain't got nobody to get that up for no receiver. 
I wouldn't say he's the best player on the team. He's a firecracker, and that, and the Cowboys need more firecrackers like Brian. No way. Absolutely. I have no problem with Dez Brown being mad on the sideline because he ain't getting no catch. Right. I do have a right. problem with him falling asleep in meetings if he's doing that. Yeah. But I ain't got no That's problem with him being mad. Get mad. That's going to bring up. Yeah. That may be the but coach's we'll, fault. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have to get into that story a lot more. Uh, later on, and of course tomorrow we'll be joining you guys live from the American Airlines Center, and we'll be back in the studio on Wednesday for another full show. But I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank Han Rothstein for calling in. Check him out Wednesdays at icebreakerproductions.com. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow live from the AAC. It's been another edition of the RF Sports Radio Show, sports radio from a fan's perspective. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.